listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. It's Monday, February 5th, 2024. Good morning and welcome back to the final hour of Morning Air on the Memorial of St. Agatha, Virgin and Martyr. I'm John Morales along with Glenn Leverins and our studio producer, Sarah Tafoya. Thanks so much for joining us all across America and beyond on this Monday morning as we continue with day one of our Give From The Heart Winter Pledge Drive. I've said it so many times before, Relevant Radio truly is a spiritual family made up of each and every one of you. We can't do it without you. And all this week, we're going to continue to ask you to support the mission of bringing Christ to the world through the media. That's what we do. That's what we're focused on. Uh, that's uh, what we're trying to encourage all of you to to realize that uh, we're all about our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, of course, we have football fans uh, that are listening out there, and uh, uh, the football fans are gearing up for Super Bowl 58 this Sunday between the 49ers and the Chiefs. Well, this is Relevant Radio's Super Bowl week, and we need your help once again. We need to get into the end zone, so to speak. We need $3 million to keep going for the next three months by 5 p.m. on Friday. And I just want to say thank you uh, to uh, all of our wonderful listeners with such generous hearts who gave from the heart in the first hour here uh, to start our pledge drive this morning. My hero, the co-patron of Relevant Radio, Pope St. John Paul II, once said, it is not enough to know Christ. We must introduce him to others, and that is exactly what we do every day here on Relevant Radio. We begin each hour during our pledge drive with the memorari, invoking the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, the Mother of God, to help us uh, with this pledge drive. And also, we continue to pray for peace in the world, especially in the Middle East and in Ukraine, and for an end to abortion in our nation, and for all of your many prayer requests, so many prayer requests of family members out there who have loved ones who have left the Catholic Church. We are praying for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer us. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, patroness of the Americas, patroness of the unborn, and patroness of relevant radio, pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of the Universal Church, pray for us. St. John Paul II, co-patron of relevant radio, pray for us. And we invoke the Holy Spirit in a special way here during the pledge drive, and we pray, come Holy Spirit, come. Jesus, I trust in you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. want to bring in our uh, Morning Air team uh, once again, uh, Glenn and Sarah. Uh, we are up and at them. We are underway here on this first day of the, of the pledge drive. We certainly are, John. Uh, again, I have many opportunities throughout the hour to invite folks to, to give from the hearts as the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive is, is underway. Got a great thank you gift, too, I'll tell you about in a couple minutes as well. 
Absolutely. Uh, what are a couple of the headlines uh, in the news here this morning? Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he'll bring a long-awaited bipartisan border deal to the floor of the Senate this week in hopes of securing U.S.-Mexico uh, border security and providing overseas aid to Israel and Ukraine. This is one of the most important pieces of legislation that the Senate has seen in years and years and years. And we cannot let politics get in the way of passing this legislation. Now, this bill comes with a price tag of about $118 billion. Again, aid for Israel and Ukraine would be in there as well. $20 billion earmarked for the border. It would require a 90-day hold period while asylum seekers complete interviews. Although the House, John, as we know, says, yeah, probably not not as interested as the Senate might be. Quite uh, uh, opposed uh, in the House is uh, what we're hearing. In fact, uh, the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, actually said that this bill is dead on arrival. So uh, we'll see if uh, something changes. Yeah, great needs at the border as uh, well as in Ukraine and, uh, and Israel, too, is fighting there. Continues elsewhere, uh, fighting the water. A lot of lot of rain in Southern California. Uh, it's uh, come all the way down the coast from the Bay Area, and uh, dangerous conditions for Orange County, San Diego County today and tomorrow. NBC's Dana Griffin's in Santa Barbara. This storm and the wet the wetness from the storm is expected to dry out on Tuesday, but the threat of down trees and landslides could remain for days. Well, uh, again, several inches have fallen. Uh, we've seen the pictures uh, flooding in, in many areas, and uh, a lot of folks were advised to stay off the Southern California freeways today, if at all possible. Absolutely, and uh, and listen to your local authorities because uh, this is a devastating uh, storm and uh, floodwaters. Um, meanwhile, in the NFL, uh, the Pro Bowl games came down to the wire. The AFC's effort at the game-winning drive ended unsuccessfully when the NFL. NFC defense made a big stop at the three-yard line. Houston Texans quarterback uh, C.J. Stroud's throw to L.A. Chargers receiver Keenan Allen was uh, defended by Chicago Bears quarterback uh, Jalen Johnson with just four seconds left as heard on ESPN. Looks right. Incomplete looking for Allen. No flag. And the NFC rushes the field as they celebrate what will be a second consecutive Pro Bowl victory. Glenn, these guys were having a good old time. They look like uh, huge kids in their shorts. You know, they're playing flag football. The same thing that kids play in the backyard. John, have you ever had occasion to report on flag football before? Uh, no, I don't think so. I haven't. But here we are talking about it. And, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't see the whole game. I didn't see all the competition. They had strength competitions and tug of war. And, I mean, these are, you, you can see how big and strong these guys are when you see them, you know, outside of their pads without their helmets. So it, it was uh, it was still fun to, to see uh, the uh, NFC winning the Pro Bowl uh, game. Uh, 64-59 was the final, Glenn. All right, so we'll see what happens when real football resumes this coming Sunday. Oh, yes, we'll be definitely uh, talking about it. And like we said, this is our Super Bowl week uh, here on uh, Relevant Radio with this winter pledge drive. So, as always, uh, thanks so much. Hey, sure thing, John. We're going to take a, a short timeout when Morning Air continues. Our spiritual director, Father Burke Masters, the baseball priest, will join us to talk about Lent as a spiritual spring training. So stay with us. We are just warming up. There is much more to come here on Morning Air after a word from Relevant Radio CEO, our very own Father Rocky. Hey!
You gotta love it. That should warm up your heart. Uh, the great Harry Carey. Uh, baseball is right around the corner, folks. Welcome back to uh, Morning Air as we continue with day one of our Give From the Heart Winter Pledge Drive. I'm John Morales along with Glenn and Sarah. Thanks so much for tuning in. It is uh, always a joy to be with you here on the uh, first day of the Pledge Drive this Monday morning to start our Super Bowl week. Uh, our email, if you want to reach us directly, it's morningair at relevantradio.com. And if you want to be part of our conversation, it's 888-914-9149. Now, uh, for those baseball lovers uh, like me, spring training is right around the corner with pitchers and catchers reporting to Major League Baseball camps. And for Catholics, Lent is also right around the corner, starting on Ash Wednesday at about the same time as most of the spring training camps. Baseball has been called a metaphor for life, and you can say that Lent is actually a spiritual spring training. Are you ready? No matter where you are on our spiritual journey, uh, we all need those spiritual workouts to get stronger spiritually and better prepared for Easter. Joining us live is our spiritual director, Father Burke Masters, the pastor of uh, St. Isaac Jokes Parish in Hinsdale, Illinois, to discuss Lent as a spiritual spring training. Father Burke is the author of his new book, A Grand Slam for God, a journey from baseball to Catholic priest. He's also the Chicago Cubs Catholic chaplain known as the baseball priest and a longtime morning ear contributor. Uh, good morning, uh, Father Burke. Thanks so much for joining us. It's great to be with you once again here on day one of our pledge drive. Good morning, John. Always good to be with you and love to hear, take me out to the ballpark. Uh, getting ready for baseball, but you know, wrapping up the end of the football season as well here. Can you believe it? Pit, Cubs pitchers and catchers report the spring training in Mesa, Arizona uh, on Ash Wednesday. Uh, that's nine days away. Uh, full squads on February 19th. Uh, are, are you ready for some baseball? I can't wait. Uh, it seems like a long time ago when the World Series finished. And, you know, actually here in Chicagoland, the weather isn't too bad, you know, but we had a spell there where it was freezing and you know, spring training and Lent always brings this this sense of new beginning and uh, you know warmer weather, and and so it's a it's always an exciting time. Well, Father Burke, uh, you've been a longtime uh, contributor. You've seen uh, so many times over the years uh, the power of relevant radio to touch hearts, to really make a difference uh, for time and for eternity, as I like to say. Why should our listeners support the mission of relevant radio, of bringing Christ to the world through the media? I think uh, relevant radio has been doing an amazing job. You know, as a pastor, I see us uh, as a team helping to, you know, as Bishop Hicks, our, our bishop has given us three priorities to evangelize. He said, I want, I want you to catechize, which is teaching people about Jesus, evangelize to help them fall in love with Jesus, and then they want to put their faith into action. So I, I see Relevant Radio, you know, helping us in that mission of catechizing, evangelizing, and helping people put their faith into action. So it's a, it's a great team. Uh, and as we know, uh, you know, the Lord can work powerfully through media, and the, the evil one is always trying to work through the media, and Relevant Radio is a great light in the world for us. 
Well, one of the things that I really, really enjoy on a regular basis is being able to, to uh, you know, talk about a sports uh, from a spiritual perspective. And we've we've chatted about baseball being uh, a metaphor for life uh, many times in the past. Can you can you share with our audience here this morning how Lent is uh, like a spiritual spring training uh, for us Catholics? Yes, and not only does the timing coincide, as you said, pitchers and catchers report on, on Ash Wednesday. And I think about, you know, these are professional baseball players. They've been playing baseball their whole lives. And yet they go to spring training and they go back to the basics. You know, they, they you know, practice bunting and running and throwing and hitting again, just like they were starting over. And they're preparing themselves for the long season ahead, getting in shape and Ultimately, you know, their ultimate goal is maybe to win a World Series and be in the Hall of Fame. I think about that in, in our spiritual lives. You know, you know, I'm 57. I've been through many Lents. Uh, but what does the church call us to do, no matter how many Lents we've been through, is to go back to the basics, you know, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, so that we, you know, can prepare ourselves for the long life ahead, the long year ahead, and our ultimate goal you know, is to be in God's hall of fame, to be with him forever in heaven. And so I see these great similarities. And so what I try to do in my blog and YouTube videos each day is to focus on one fundamental, you know, like the players might say today, we're going to focus on bunting, you know, in in the spiritual life today, we're going to focus on um, sacrifice, you know, like when you sacrifice for another, like just like a player, Buns to sacrifice their bat to move the runners over. When we sacrifice in life, you know, we may not get a lot of accolades, like bunters don't get accolades in baseball, but you're helping the team, you're helping others move a little bit closer to God. That's one example. There are so many examples uh, of uh, these basic fundamentals. You know, we often hear it uh, in in sports about being fundamentally sound. Well, we, as uh, spiritual athletes, we too need to be fundamentally sound, Father. Exactly. Yeah, like I say, going back to the basics, and and maybe you've practiced these before, or it might be something new. Like one thing we're going to do at our parish uh, this Lent and with Be Formed is just, we're going to do a 40-day uh, adoration challenge. And just encourage people, even if it's a five-minute visit to the adoration chapel, just to go in and spend a little bit of quiet time. And this may be, you know, what some people do every day of their lives, but it may be something really new for someone. And so even if they start with two minutes in prayer in the adoration chapel, we believe that those those short visits will lead to longer ones, which will lead to this overwhelming peace that only God can give us. So this is a time to renew old practices or maybe to start some new ones that that will help us along the journey. There's uh, many uh, virtues uh, that one uh, can learn from from baseball, like uh, perseverance. I mean, it's a long, long season. You have to persevere. It's not over till it's over. You never quit. It's the same idea in our spiritual life. Uh, uh, Lent uh, is really, you know, like spring training. You're going back to those basics, and uh, you have to persevere throughout the entire Lent. It is. Uh... I remember playing baseball in Mississippi and, you know, we'd be practicing in days where it's 95 degrees with a hundred percent humidity. And, you know, we wouldn't want to be out there practicing, but when it came time for the season and the games, it all, 
it's, it all started to make sense why we did what we did, you know, and the same is true in the spiritual life. When we practice prayer, fasting and almsgiving, when we practice, and that's part of like perseverance, I believe is, is part of the fasting area where, you know, gosh, this is hard, but I'm going to persevere through this. When we get into the game of life, so to speak, and, and you start to face real temptations or you just want to give up on whatever practice you're doing, give up on prayer, give up on God, whatever, you know, we've been through that, that difficult time in training to say, you know, I can do this with God's help. The Lord can help me persevere. And to know another thing that, that's great about baseball with that is, you know, they play just about every day. So if they make a mistake, you know, they dust themselves off and tomorrow's a new day. And that's what confession can be like too. And when, when we sin, we, we just want to throw in the towel and think, uh, you know, I'm just, just not a good person or whatever. And God's saying, no, come to me, you know, ask for forgiveness, dust yourself off and tomorrow's a new day to start over. So, so many connections. No, no doubt about it. Um, for, for us Catholics, um, the fundamentals of prayer and fasting and almsgiving, maybe a, a word on how we can grow in those areas uh, during this Lenten spring training. Yes, I'll start with fasting because I believe it's, it's often overlooked and it might be something we only do during Lent. But I really think this is something, just like a baseball player practices something to take it into the season. Um, I believe fasting should be something we do year-round in some form or another. And it's not just about, you know, giving up chocolate and or coffee or whatever that may be. Um, but it should be about, okay, what's going to bring me closer to the Lord? For example, I have a, a friend who he used to give up coffee all the time. And it just made him an angry person. <laughs> and I said, that's not, the, that's not the goal of fasting. The goal of fasting is fasting from something and then replacing that time or action with a spiritual practice, maybe time for prayer. And so maybe it's television. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's uh, I'm going to fast from gossip, you know, that definitely leads me away from the Lord. Whatever, think about what, what do I spend a lot of time on? where I can replace that with maybe some spiritual reading, adoration, maybe going to Mass more often during the week, or going to confession more often. And then we take that in. As we start to develop that practice, then, you know, we can, throughout the year, maybe on Fridays, we continue that fast to realize, okay, this is, this is a practice that I need year-round, not just, you know, during the 40 days of Lent. For example, we have a speaker coming Wednesday night to our parish to talk about taming the tech beast. And one thing I found like with our young people, but not, it's also for adults. Some of the biggest problems we're finding are related to smartphones and our addiction to, you know, social media and, and things like that. So um, I, I would encourage all of us to reflect on where do I waste a lot of time and how can I replace that with something spiritual? Well, just like in baseball, we got to keep our eye uh, on the ball. In our faith, we have to keep our eyes fixed on our Lord Jesus and the Holy Eucharist because that really is what it's all about. Uh, Father Burke, uh, so much more we could talk about. We're just out of time, but so much appreciate you uh, being with us. Uh, always uh, uh, love your teachings and spiritual perspective. Always good to be with you, and God bless you and your pledge drive, and may you receive... Uh... Uh, all that you're asking for and more. 
Many blessings uh, to you. Father Burke Masters, the baseball priest and longtime morning air contributor. We need to take a short break. When we come back, you'll meet Brad Fassbender, the founder of Guadalupe Roastery, who will be with us live in studio to uh, discuss how you can help Relevant Radio and coffee farmers in Nicaragua. Stay with us. Much more to come. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. And welcome back to Morning Air as we continue with day one of our Give from the Heart Winter Pledge Drive. I'm John Morales along with Glenn and Sarah. Thanks so much for making us a part of your morning on this Monday, day one here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. You can always send us an email directly. It's morningair at relevantradio.com. As we do every morning, our power scripture from the Playbook of Life is from 1 Corinthians 9, 24 and 25. Do you not know that in a race all the runners compete, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may attain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable wreath. The Apostle St. Paul reminds us that the spiritual life is like an athlete's race or a sporting event using the language of sports. NFL players fight and prepare to win a crown like the Chiefs and the 49ers in the upcoming Super Bowl 58 looking for that coveted Lombardi trophy. But as spiritual athletes for our Lord Jesus Christ, our goal is the crown of eternal life, an incorruptible crown uh, with uh, Jesus and our Blessed Mother, St. Joseph, and all the angels and saints in heaven for all of eternity. I want to just encourage you to keep running the race of life. Run to win with our Lord Jesus Christ. And we always pray with great confidence from the chaplet of divine mercy, that prayer that uh, Drew and Maggie pray every afternoon, Jesus, I trust in you. Toll-free number if you want to be part of the program. Again, sponsored by the Catholic Order of Foresters, 888-914-9149. Now, are you a coffee lover is my question to uh, my dear Relevant Radio listeners. Being of Colombian heritage, uh, I was born uh, on the north side of Chicago, but parents 100% Colombian. I personally enjoy coffee uh, so much. There's nothing like a piping hot cup of java first thing in the morning. Uh, for me, that would be oh, a little after 4 a.m. every morning. Now, uh, have you heard how today's uh, Pledge Drive Premium is a special Relevant Radio coffee blend? Uh, with a big mug for your coffee with Father Rocky's famous saying, carry a rosary in your pocket and you will keep Christ in your heart. I love that saying, and that saying is on this mug. And we're going to talk all about, and uh, you're going to find out where this coffee actually uh, comes from. It's a really beautiful story. Let me share part of a very moving video from Guadalupe Roastery, a coffee for a common ground. In our world... We do not have a relationship with the people that produce what we consume. The workers who get up at 2 in the morning to pick coffee cherries, to provide for their families. Guadalupe Roastery wants to tell that story and make those people seen. We believe in solidarity. Solidarity with the people that make our coffee. Solidarity with people in need. And solidarity with our customers. We believe in decisions made at the most local level. Our dream is that coffee can be a force for good. 
but it's about more than coffee. It's about making a difference. It's about more than coffee. Joining us live in studio is Brad Fassbender, the founder of Guadalupe Roastery, to share his uh, wonderful story of how you can help relevant radio and coffee farmers in Nicaragua, Central, and South America. Good morning, Brad. Uh, Welcome to Morning Air and Relevant Radio. It is a a joy to meet you in person. I read all about you, saw your website, saw the videos. Great stuff. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. It's good to be here. It is a, it is such a, a joy to meet you, and uh, you know I was very moved uh, by y- your your fascinating story. Can, can you share with us how you uh, left the world of finance uh, to become a Franciscan friar of the renewal and a, and a missionary uh, in Honduras? Yeah, so the story really just was a it's a small beginning, just trying to find that dignity in your work, and um, I felt the emptiness in you know, working for the company that I was working for because it was, it was just chasing the almighty dollar. And, um, the dollar is important to, you know, our financial situation, but, um, it wasn't connected to the people that produce what we consume. And, um, you know, so I, I got involved in, um, coffee by just leaving that work and, uh, moving to, uh, Honduras and living next to uh, a friary uh, with the um, Franciscans of the Renewal. So I got to know how the Franciscans like work closely with the poor. And while I was there, um, one of the missions directors just asked me, like, you know, what about trying to find uh, direct relationships with the coffee farmers in the United States so they can earn more for uh, their work? And uh, that was that was a seed. Um, it was the monster seed in, in my life for this work that it took years to germinate. Um, but here I am uh, with you at Relevant Radio working on trying to um, raise funds for Relevant Radio to do their mission work. And that's really the, the, the product behind this all is we're sourcing great coffee to fund mission, to spread the gospel through a product that, which is a commodity but the people who actually pick this coffee, who farm this, cult, uh, cultivate this coffee, they're not commodities. Uh, they're people. They have dignity. And they want to discover their vocational uh, purpose as well um, through just thriving. Brad, uh as an American going to Honduras and seeing uh, the poverty that you saw firsthand, was it shocking to see the conditions and just the low wages uh, that these people uh, are working in um, and that has compelled you and inspired you to try to make a difference? Yes, uh, it, it, it was heart-wrenching and it, it really never, never leaves you when, you when you see that poverty, when somebody just can't afford an antibiotic because they have an infection. Um, and they they might they might die from that infection. So, um, how, how can we as you know people help you know reach the fringes of society to help somebody just afford a, a five dollar prescription in that country? And so, uh, how did uh, your ministry of Guadalupe Roastery actually uh, come about? Um, well, is a long story, but um, in a nutshell, um, you know, I, I just wanted to serve. And uh, I didn't know how, 
So I actually, at first, I, I joined a monastery because I thought the best way I could serve was um, just pray harder. Uh, and I discerned with actually uh, the Carmelites out in Wyoming for three months, and uh, they produce coffee. And uh, while I was there, um, it just became clear to me that my, my call wasn't inside a monastery roasting coffee. It was, it was out there with, with the people. Um, I discerned out, and uh, I just started saving money to go form a coffee cooperative in um, Honduras. Uh, I, I flew there on a trip, and uh, I, got, I got rerouted. Um, uh, my car hit a, I, I hit a cow in the street and um, totaled my car, and I started working on a coffee plantation. Um, I, I wasn't getting anywhere. I came back to the United States. Uh, I just started working in the medical field. And I saved and saved and saved and, and started Guadalupe Roastery. What about the name? I love the name, Guadalupe Roastery, a, a name in honor of our Blessed Mother, Our Lady of Guadalupe. How did you decide on that? It's after Our Lady. It's, it's, we took her namesake um, because we have the philosophy of St. Maximilian Colby, um, putting your business at the service of the Immaculate Conception. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, hold it right there. I w want to invite our listeners, if you want to be part of our conversation or if you have a, a question or comment uh, uh, about his uh, Guadalupe coffee uh, for uh, Brad uh, Fassbender, the, the founder of Guadalupe Roastery, we're taking your calls at 888 We're going to take a, a short a break as we continue our discussion with Brad. Stay with us. There's uh, much more to come here after this Relevant Radio Miracle Moment. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. Let's go now to Gloria calling in from Miami, Florida. Gloria, welcome to the Inner Life. Thanks for calling. Thank you. I just wanted to say what it means to me is it is so important that he did this for us, that he gives us a second chance mm. to come to him. And that's such a blessing to me. I needed to hear this word today because I've been foolish living of the world and i am so grateful that he's such a forgiving and mighty god i'm so grateful god bless you guys please continue i stumbled on this station because god led me to the station to hear his word thank you bless you guys so much this miracle moment was brought to you by you Make a tax-deductible donation now to support our mission at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. My father and mother bought our coffee farm in 1987. I grew up in this farm. I actually picked coffee with the workers. When I was 13, I helped oversee the work. I helped to transport all the coffee from that season to the dry mill. Life with workers in Nicaragua is really difficult. They only earn $5 a day during the long season and $7 a day during the harvest season. Such a moving video from Guadalupe Rosteria. Welcome back to Morning Air as uh, we continue our winter pledge drive. A day one, I'm John Morales. As we're joined in studio by Brad Fassbender, uh, the founder of Guadalupe Rostri. Uh, Brad, uh, there is uh, so much to talk about with your apostolate. Uh, you, you have uh, some very important pillars that are a part of, of your mission. Yeah, definitely. Um, and... One, one of the most important ones is being coffee for the common good. And 
when we think about goodness in its highest form, we think about it's God and where we meet him in the mass. Um, and from the mass is where we get our instruction to just go work, all of us as lay people. And um, we do that specifically at Guadalupe Rosary by taking that virtue that we participate in mass and take it to our workplace. And um, we're doing that through the coffee market. Did you ever uh, imagine uh, that you'd be sitting in a radio studio on 215 stations talking about your beautiful uh, Guadalupe uh, coffee? Uh, n- not in my wildest dreams. Like It's almost like being called up uh, to go play for the New York Yankees. <laughs> that is so awesome. Talk about uh, the, the coffee for this pledge drive for a $20 donation that our listeners can get that really helps support uh, the uh, the coffee of farmers and the families in Nicaragua, Central, and South America. Yeah, um, the 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 voice you heard prior to this segment was her her name was Lorena and and she grew up on the farm that we source this coffee from. It's in, it's in the high mountains of the Diocese of Matagalpa and it borders the Diocese of Hinotega in, in Nicaragua. And um, when I first decided to directly source coffee from there, I, I had to go visit them and, and see the workers and see the people. And while I entered into their farm, um, they told me, you're entering into the region of El Carmen. And I almost like had a heart attack because um, El Carmen, it was named after Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And uh, I have a, a devotion to St. Therese of Sioux, and I, I knew she brought me there to do mission work in this capacity. It is uh, such a beautiful thing. I, I keep St. Therese of Lisieux here in studio uh, at all times uh, to, to remind me of that, that beautiful saint. So I, I definitely share our love of St. Therese. Uh, f- final thought. Uh, we only have a, a moment uh, about how special it is to have Our Lady of Guadalupe right on the package, the, the mosaic, the beautiful mosaic from our chapel. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it is serendipitous that... Uh, we're here together that Our Lady of Guadalupe is on this coffee bag for the premium and that the quote from Father Rocky is on the mug that carry the rosary in your pocket and keep Christ in your heart because at the core of uh, the Guadalupe Rosary brand is the living rosary and that's your listeners to carry the, the gospel message can't, world. can't wait to, to get the coffee and the mug so I can uh, drink it first thing in the morning. Brad, a joy to be with you. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you. Brad Fassbender, the founder of Guadalupe Roastery. And now it is time once again for another episode of Glenn Story Corner. We've got a giving story for you today, appropriate during a relevant radio pledge drive. Our story today, The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Once there was a tree, and she loved a little boy. And every day the boy would come, and he'd gather her leaves and make them into crowns and play king of the forests. He'd climb up her trunk and swing from her branches and eat apples. They'd play hide-and-go-seek, and when he was tired, he'd sleep in her shade. The boy loved the tree very much, and the tree was happy. The time went by, and the boy grew older, and the tree was often alone. Then one day the boy came to the tree... And the tree said, come boy, come and climb up my trunk and swing from my branches and eat apples and play in my shade and be happy. I'm too big to climb and play, said the boy. I want to buy things and have fun. I want some money. I'm sorry, said the tree, but I have no money. I have only leaves and apples. 
Take my apples, boy, and sell them in the city. Then you'll have money, and then you'll be happy. So the, the boy climbed up the tree and gathered her apples and carried them away, and the tree was happy. But the boy stayed away for a long time, and the tree was sad. Then one day the boy came back, and the tree shook with joy and said, Come, boy, climb up my trunk and swing from my branches and be happy. I'm too busy to climb trees, said the boy. I want a house to keep me warm, he said. I want a wife, and I want children, and so I need a house. Can you give me a house? I have no house, said the tree. The forest is my house. But you may cut off my branches and build a house. Then you'll be happy. And so the boy cut off her branches and carried them away to build his house. And the tree was happy. And the boy stayed away for a long time. And when he came back, the tree was so happy she could hardly speak. Come, boy, she whispered, come and play. I'm too old and sad to play, said the boy. I want a boat that will take me far away from here. Can you give me a boat? Well, cut down my trunk and make a boat, said the tree. Then you can sail away and be happy. So the boy cut down her trunk and made a boat and sailed away. And the tree was happy, but not really. And after a long time, the boy came back again. I'm sorry, boy, said the tree, but I have nothing left to give you. My apples are gone. My teeth are too weak for apples, said the boy. My branches are gone, said the tree. You cannot swing on them. I'm too old to swing on branches, said the boy. My trunk is gone, said the tree. You cannot climb. I'm too tired to climb, said the boy. I'm sorry, said the tree. I wish I could give you something, but I have nothing left. I'm just an old stump. I am sorry. I don't need very much now, said the boy. Just a quiet place to sit and rest. I'm very tired. Well, said the tree, straightening herself up as much as she could. Well, an old stump is good for sitting and resting. Come, boy, sit down, sit down and rest. And the boy did, and the tree was happy. Matthew 6, 19-21 Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. What a powerful message. Uh, I so much love that scripture. As always, uh, thanks so much, uh, Glenn. In this uh, month of February, as we get ready uh, for uh, the Lenten season, open your hearts and honor the Mother of God, Our Lady of Guadalupe, by praying and watching the Family Rosary Across America with Father Rocky and Maggie at 7 p.m. Central tonight and every night of the week here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Remember, the family that prays together stays together as Father Rocky always says. So stay with us. More of the Relevant Radio Give From the Heart Winner Pledge Drive here momentarily. The Patrick Madrid Show will be coming up shortly at the top of the hour. We're just warming up. We're just getting going. Stay with us. 